Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible. Copyright 2012 Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software. Welcome back to the Daily Bible Reading. This is week 38, day 3. Today we will start our reading in Nahum. Let's go to God in prayer. Heavenly Father, you are great and powerful. We are amazed at how you can control this world. We don't understand it, but we know that you are the God who sees everything. We pray that you will lead us in the right paths, and we will glorify you in our lives. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. Nahum chapter 1 The Oracle Concerning Nineveh The Scroll of the Vision of Nahum the Elkishite Yahweh is a jealous God and avenging. Yahweh is avenging and full of wrath. Yahweh takes vengeance against his enemies. He rages against his adversaries. Yahweh is slow to anger, but great in power. He will certainly not allow the guilty to go unpunished. He marches in storm wind and in gale. Storm clouds are the dust of his feet. He rebukes the sea and he dries up the rivers. He makes all the rivers run dry. Bashan and Carmel wither. The blossom of Lebanon languishes. Mountains quake before him, the hills shake apart, the earth heaves before him, the world and all her inhabitants. His indignation, who can stand before it? Who can endure his fierce anger? His wrath is poured out like fire, rocks are shattered before him. Yahweh is good, a refuge in the day of distress. He knows those who take refuge in him. But with a rushing torrent, he will bring Nineveh to an end, he will chase his enemies into darkness. What do you plot against Yahweh? He will completely destroy it. Trouble will not rise up a second time. For like entangled thorns, and like their drink which is drunk, they will be consumed like fully dry chaff. From you goes out one who plots against evil, one who plans wickedness. Yahweh says this, Even though they are powerful, and likewise many, even so they will be cut off and pass away. Though I have afflicted you, I will afflict you no longer. And now I will break his yoke from upon you, I will snap your bonds. Yahweh has commanded concerning you, Your name will no longer be sown. I will cut off the idols and images from the temple of your gods. I will send you to the grave, because you are worthless. Look, on the mountains, the feet of one who brings good tidings, the one who proclaims peace. Celebrate a festival, O Judah. Fulfill your vows. For he will not invade you again. The wicked one is cut off completely. Chapter 2 One who shatters has come up against you. Guard the fortification, watch the road, gird your loins, muster all your strength. For Yahweh will restore the majesty of Jacob like the majesty of Israel. For ravagers have ravaged them and ruined their branches. The shields of his warriors are dyed red. The powerful men are dressed in scarlet. The metal of the chariots shines like fire on the day of battle, and their spears quiver. The chariots race madly through the streets. They rush back and forth in the public squares. Their appearance like lightning bolts. They dart about like flashes of lightning. He calls his officers. They stumble as they march. They rush to her wall. They set the covering in place. The gates of the river are opened. The palace trembles. Her goddess is taken out and taken into exile. Her maidservants moan like doves. They beat on their breasts. Nineveh is like a pool of water without its water. As they flee, she cries, Stop! Stop! But there is no one who turns back. Plunder the silver! Plunder the gold! There is no end to the spoils and abundance of everything one could want. Emptiness and plundering and devastation. Their hearts faint and their knees tremble. All their loins shake and all their faces turn pale. Where now is the den of the lions and the cave of the fierce lions? There the lioness, the cub, and the lion once prowled, and no one disturbed them. 
The lion tore apart enough prey for his cubs. He strangled prey for his lioness. He filled his lair with prey and his den with mangled carcass. Look, I am against you, declares Yahweh of hosts. I will burn her chariots with fire. The sword will devour fierce lions. I will cut off your prey from the earth. The voice of your messengers will no longer be heard. Chapter 3 Woe to the city that has shed much blood. She is a deceiver. She is filled with plunder. She has hoarded her spoils of war. The crack of the whip, the rumbling of the chariot wheel, the galloping of the horse, the racing of the chariot. Chariots charge, swords flash, spears glitter. Many corpses are piled high. There is no end to the slain. They stumble over the dead because of the many idolatries of the prostitute, the beautiful charm of a mistress of witchcraft, she who enslaves nations by her harlotries and peoples by her sorceries. Look, I am against you, declares Yahweh. I will strip up your skirts over your face. I will let nations look at your nakedness and your shame. I will throw filth upon you. I will treat you with contempt. I will make you a spectacle. And it will be that everyone who sees you will flee from you, and they will say, Nineveh is destroyed. Who will mourn for her? From whence shall I seek comforters for you? Are you better than Thebes, she who sits at the Nile surrounded by her waters? Her rampart was the sea, and water was her wall. Cush was her strength, Egypt without end. Put and Libya were among her allies. Yet she went into captivity as an exile. Her children were dashed to pieces at the head of the streets. They cast lots for all of her nobles. All of her dignitaries were bound with chains. You also will behave like a drunkard. You also will hide yourself. You also will seek refuge from the enemy. All of your fortifications are like fig trees with ripe first fruits. If they are shaken, they will fall into the mouth of the eater. Look, your troops are like women in your midst. The gates of your land are wide open to your enemies. Fire will consume the bars of your gates. Draw water for a siege. Strengthen your fortifications. Go to the mud pit. Trample the clay. Grasp the brick mold. The fire will consume you. The sword will cut you off. It will consume you like the locust. You have increased your merchants more than the stars of heaven. Like the locusts, they will shed their skin and fly away. Your officials are like locusts. Your commanders are like a swarm of locusts. They encamp on the walls on a cold day. When the sun rises, they fly away. No one knows where they have gone. Your shepherds are sleeping, O king of Assyria. Your nobles slumber. Your people are scattered on the mountains. No one can gather them. There is no healing for your wound. Your injury is fatal. All who hear the report of you will clap their hands for joy concerning you. For who has not suffered at the hands of your endless cruelty? Now to the book of Psalms. Psalm 149. Praise Yah! Sing to Yahweh a new song, His praise in the assembly of the faithful. Let Israel be glad in its maker. Let the children of Zion rejoice in their king. Let them praise his name with dancing. Let them sing praises to him with tambourine and lyre. For Yahweh takes pleasure in his people. He glorifies the afflicted with salvation. Let the faithful exult in glory. Let them sing for joy on their beds. Let the extolling of God be in their throat and a double-edged sword in their hand to execute vengeance on the nations and punishment on the peoples to bind their kings with chains and their nobles with fetters of iron, to execute on them the judgment that is decreed. This will be honor for all his faithful ones. Praise Yah. Now to the New Testament. 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Because of this, since we have this ministry, just as we have been shown mercy, we do not lose heart. But we have renounced shameful hidden things, not behaving with craftiness or adulterating the word of God, but with the open proclamation of the truth, commending ourselves to every person's conscience before God. But if indeed our gospel is veiled, it is veiled among those who are perishing, 
among whom the God of this age has blinded the minds of the unbelievers, so that they would not see the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. For we do not proclaim ourselves, but Christ Jesus as Lord, and ourselves as your slaves for the sake of Jesus. For God, who said, Light will shine out of darkness, is the one who has shined in our hearts for the enlightenment of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ. But we have this treasure in earthenware jars, in order that the extraordinary degree of the power may be from God and not from us. We are afflicted in every way, but not crushed, perplexed, but not despairing, persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed, always carrying around the death of Jesus in our body, in order that the life of Jesus may also be revealed in our body. For we who are alive are continually being handed over to death because of Jesus, in order that the life of Jesus may also be revealed in our mortal flesh. So then, death is at work in us, but life in you. But because we have the same spirit of faith in accordance with what is written, I believed, therefore I spoke. We also believe, therefore we also speak. Because we know that the one who raised Jesus will also raise us together with Jesus and present us together with you. For all these things are for your sake, in order that the grace that is increasing through the many may cause thanksgiving to abound to the glory of God. Therefore we do not lose heart, but even if our outer person is being destroyed, yet our inner person is being renewed day after day. For our momentary light affliction is producing in us an eternal weight of glory beyond all measure and proportion, because we are not looking at what is seen, but what is not seen. For what is seen is temporary, but what is not seen is eternal. Well, some encouragement through tough times of Paul for us. What we are looking for is eternal. Well, until next time, let's keep meditating on the Word of God.